Episode 45, you'll never get in a jam with this high-tech success story. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential, The Game Changers, episode number 45. And yes, you'll never get in a jam with this high-tech success story. Jason Jennings, great to be with you. Uh, Dale, it's uh, great to be with you. I, I, I don't know if you caught my hmm during your introductory line because I've got a big smile on my face. I can tell. I can hear the smile in your voice, see the smile on your face, and uh, I understand you, you have a high-tech success story to start us off this week. Well, and I actually uh, kind of fibbed. Uh, it's a story about high-tech success metrics. Uh, you know, we have... We have gotten so used to seeing companies having explosive growth uh, in revenues, explosive growth in profits. And I, I think we've come to the point where we only think that can happen in high tech. And so I want to tell you the story of one of my favorite high tech, low tech success stories. And it's the story, believe it or not, Dale, of uh, J.M. Smucker. Uh, J.M. Smucker, uh, everybody knows, Smucker's Jams and Jellies. Uh, with a name like Smucker, it's got to be good. Uh, they're based in Orville, Ohio. Uh, it is as beautiful and bucolic as you might have imagined from past television commercials. The company is housed on Strawberry Lane, uh, the home of the founder uh, more than 100 years ago, still exists on the uh, on the campus of the company. But what I want to share with you about Smucker Jams and Jellies is uh, I want to I want to share with you the metrics. And here are the metrics. Uh between 2004 and 2014 they grew the company from 600 million dollars to 6 billion dollars. In other words, in 10 years they have grown the revenues of the company 10 times. Now, I don't know. We're the people who have screened more than 220,000 companies around the world for their financial performance. There are a handful who have increased their revenues 10 times over 10 years, from 60, $600 million to $6 billion. But listen to this. Along the way, they introduce an average of 50 new products a year. That's a new product a week. And... They have grown their profits by more than 800%. Now, 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 this is impossible in an old established business. I mean, in the Rust Belt. I mean, th- this is something we've come to believe can only happen, I mean, from in, in and from new companies. So there you go. From $600 million to $6 billion, an average of 50 new products a year, growing their profits by 800% over the past 10 years. And along the way, they have uh, quickly gobbled up, digested, and grown such iconic brands as uh, Folgers, uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee products, Pillsbury, Hungry Jack, Carnation, Knott's, and Jeff. They just keep going and going and going and going and going. And those weren't the easiest 10 years we've seen. 
No. From an no. economic standpoint. No, from an economic standpoint, I mean, there have been two recessions in there. No, these have not been. And for packaged goods companies, I mean, most other packaged goods companies are eking out 1% and 2% increases a year. Some have been going backwards 1% or 2% a year. And what is the magic? And I will just tell you this. I, I, I don't think that many journalists or many researchers and authors – uh, have previously had access to Tim and Richard Smucker. It's not that they're secret of any stretch of the imagination. I just think that they're uh, very careful about uh, about the, who they let in. And so I was honored uh, to spend some time in Orville, Ohio, on Strawberry Lane with these two absolutely delightful, humble, incredibly understated individuals. And, and let me tell you what Tim and Richard Smucker instinctively knew and know that's allowed them to do what they've done. And then I'm going to get to the big part of the story. Uh, The Smuckers instinctively knew that a culture of urgency and growth uh, requires a couple of things. It needs leaders who are never seen as unappreciative. And that happens so much in business. Uh, An organization can't have leaders who seem distracted and that happens so often in business. They, you can't have leaders who are discouraging if you're going to have that kind of a growth machine. And, and think about how common that is. And you can't have leadership that's depressing if you're going to have that kind of urgency and growth. And so it was their father. And this is a direct quote. Uh, they followed their father's deceptively simple recipe to supervise positively. And here's what they do. You want, uh, do you want the magic sauce? The magic sauce to counter the three D's of distracted, discouraging, and depressing, please. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the magic sauce. Here's the way the smuckers have been able to do that. Say, thank you. It's a direct quote. Say, thank you for a job well done. Listen with your full attention. Look for the good in others. And have a sense of humor. Now, I took that quote and I put it in a paragraph in one of the chapters in the new book, which will be coming out next January, and we haven't revealed the title of that new book yet, but it'll be out next January. And we will reveal the title of the book sometime, I would imagine, in uh, September, uh, October of this year. But I'm in the process of, uh, very often, I have a habit of uh, finishing a chapter, and, uh, and then I will send it to uh, four or five or six or seven people. And I, I might send them to a, a CEO, uh, a former CEO, a, a young millennial startup entrepreneur, uh, somebody I've met along the way. And I just say, well, you know, I'd, I'd like to have you take a look at this chapter and get back to me with your reaction to this chapter. And so uh, this week I happened to uh, send uh, this chapter off to somebody in New York, and I love New York. I spent a lot of time there, so it's not an indictment of New York. And uh, it came back to me, and a big circle was around the stuff about the smuckers. And it said, this sounds too hokey to me to be able to work. It sounds too hokey. And my immediate reaction was, if a synonym for hokey uh, is authenticity, you're absolutely correct. Wouldn't it be horrible to have such a dark view of the world? 
that you would take something that was so authentic, which has so withstood the test of time, and which has been so powerful and so successful, and just dismiss it by saying, sounds hokey. So I guess if saying thank you for a job well done, always listening with your full attention, looking for the good in others, and having a sense of humor is hokey, I guess it's also authentic. And I guess it's the authenticity that's allowed them to grow. Seadale is counterintuitive as it might seem to the cynics. The Smuckers have proven again that when you truly appreciate and thank people, actually listen to them, have a sense of humor, and provide them with a set of guiding principles, they will bend over backwards to help you be faster. Uh, When I was touring uh, the Orville, Ohio plant, and they let me go every place, Uh, it's an amazing enterprise to witness. And I was talking to one of the female supervisors, and uh, she said, I have been thanked more in the one year I've worked here than in the nine years I spent in my last job. And then she said something brilliant. She said, I would do anything for these people. And so today's game changer, brief, something to think about. But the question is, how when you're going forward this week, uh, can you do a better job of thanking someone for a job well done? Uh, When people want to talk to you, listening with your full attention and being present, looking for the good in others and having a, a good sense of humor because we all need some laughs and giggles as we go through what we go through. And for those who say it's hokey, uh, I much prefer authentic. Uh, it's really about understanding human psychology, the very basics. This is you're dealing with people from a leadership perspective. This is what makes people tick when they're recognized, when they feel as though their uh, people around them are paying attention. You know, I, I will put forth the following hypothesis uh, for you today, and I'll give you a hint that this is a place where the new book goes. But I would put forth the working hypothesis that I'll be working to, uh, to prove is that speed and getting things done quickly and getting them done well is really the natural condition. It's the natural condition. It's all the stuff we pile on ourselves and all of our self-importance and all of our busy work that slows us down and never lets us get to where we want to go. You know, about three weeks ago, uh, we talked about this idea of end paralysis by analysis. And I think uh, so many times people think that this idea of leadership and getting people to do what you want them to do, they've analyzed it to the point where they've taken the human element out. And have right. it's been counterproductive and counterintuitive, yes. and this really is about uh, you know when you break it down into these 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 four simple uh, four simple areas: job well done, listen with your full attention, look for the good in others, and have a sense of humor. That is simplifying things down and really getting things done in a game changing kind of way. It is so. The game changer. I'll repeat them one more time. This week is this. Uh, in, in your going forward this week, uh, try to jot these down uh, if you're unable to remember them and, and, and see what you can do with them. Uh, go out of your way to say thank you to people for a job well done. 
Uh, you have no idea how important it will make them feel. Listen, in your communication with people, don't be impatient. Don't be distracted. Don't be somewhere else. Be present. Listen with your full intention. You don't necessarily need to listen long, but for the several minutes you're with someone, listen with your full attention. Really work hard this week to look for the good in others and then find something to smile about and laugh about and have some fun with. Absolutely. Well, you have uh, been talking about the new book that you co- that is coming out the first of the year and and I'm we didn't talk about this before, but uh I'm going to take liberty, and I'm going to point people back to the book where you and I met Yes, on a radio show and encourage yes. folks to pick up Less is More. It's available out there, Yep, but yeah, it give is. it a read, and it is still relevant today, especially when you think about we've simplified this down, getting back to that authentic the authenticity. I'd recommend folks pick up Less is More and... Uh, can I make just one comment about this, Dale? Please. Uh, because our purpose here is, is, is not to sell books. That is not uh, uh, the purpose of the podcast. Uh, it's truly to make information transparent, uh, uh, to pass along information that can help other people. It's, it's where our heads meet our heart. I mean, along the way, if somebody buys a book, that's, uh, that's fabulous. However, I, I will tell you, uh, Less is More uh, came out a decade ago. Uh, the book is 10 years old. However, the principles in the book uh, are as valid today, maybe more valid today than they were then. But what I want to share with you about the book, uh, less is more. Uh, I bet, uh, I I don't think there's been a speech I have ever done, 80 a year, I mean for those past 12 years, 1,000 of them. I don't think that there's ever been a speech I've done where I haven't had people come up to me with an old dog-eared copy of less is more. And they open up the book, and I mean, pages have been highlighted, pages have been pulled out, pages have been put back in, everything is underlined, and they say, this is my Bible. I mean, I use this as my Bible. Would you please sign it? And of course, it's just such a pleasure uh, to sign a book that you wrote quite a while ago, and it's all dog-eared and it's been used. Uh, Less is more is a very helpful book. So uh, yeah, that would be a great book for people to read. And speaking of helpful, if you'd like to help others get a hold of this great free content, we'd ask you, the podcast listener, to go into iTunes, get to the iTunes store, type Jason Jennings in the search results that come up. You'll see the podcast, The Game Changers. Click on that and then click the ratings and review tab. Leave a rating and a review so that more people can have access to this great information. Thank you for that, Dale. And I, uh, I look forward to seeing you again next week. Absolutely. Till then. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.